Bokhat we are on Mizmor Pe Chetet, right? Yes. Uh, so that's 88. Yes. This is an interesting Mizmor. It's one of the... It's a Mizmor in which, in which the author is constantly crying out to God and talking about how uh, he's in a tough situation and he's hoping for God's salvation. And then all of, most of the Mizmorim that we saw in which they were, they were like that, of a similar genre... They typically ended up ended off with good. a good note, like I will yes. come to you in the Beit Hamikdash and sing your praises to the masses and something like that. This mizmor actually just ends on a on a sadder. It just it just goes all the way uh, without turning for a positive. So we will see that that's the, the one maybe I'll say the most like unique factor about this mizmor. But otherwise, it's the genre that we've seen many many times before. Shimri Ibn Korach, a song by the sons of Korach, al Machanat on a, on a machalat le'anot instrument, or it could be le'anot, meaning to respond, in which it was a, it was a song that was sang and, and then, then responded to whatever it is. We're not exactly sure. As Radak says, we don't know that what the who these people are, what these instruments are, or what kind of in, what these introductions typically mean. Maskil, a contemplation. Again, another thing we don't know is the type of music, because it doesn't mean that it was contemplating an idea and trying to weave an idea into the mizmor. It's unclear. Leheman ha'ezrahi, to Heman the Ezrahite. Okay, the, this Ezrahi family may have been a. Uh, we're going the to see. Of we're going to see like a, a relative of this guy in the next song. This is we said Leheman ha'ezrahi, and this next one is going to be Maskil le'etan ha'ezrahi in eighty nine. Oh. Okay, okay. okay? Yes, yes, yes. So it could be that this Ezrahi family was like a family of Korach uh, or a family of Levi'im, could be descendants of Korach. Uh, that's why it said Lushim is Mulivne Korach. And this was one of the families that would sing in the Bet Mikdash and sing these Mizmorim. Okay? God, the Lord of my salvation, I cry out to you nightly and. Uh, it, in, uh, in the morning and uh, at night, it's my my crying out is before you. I cry out before you by day and by night. Okay, pasuk gimel. Let my tefillah come before you, and please tilt your ear to my crying out, to my plea. Rina is very often actually a happy um, crying out to God, like rina uh, vishua. It has a positive, con- uh, typically has a positive connotation. Here, it's simply being used more as tefillah, right? Yeah. So please lend your ear to my tefillah. For I am sated with evils. I'm sated with bad things. Meaning I'm full. It's as if he's, that's, all, that's the only thing he has to consume. And my life has come to near death. It's on the brink of death. So Sheol is death, huh? Sheol would be the underworld, which would mean death, where I end up. The afterlife. Yeah, exactly. The negative afterlife, yes. not the positive afterlife. Yeah. I am considered like those people who've gone down to the pit. What does that mean? To the grave. Right? I'm, I'm literally considered like See, I've I'm gone done. down to the grave. I'm, I'm done. I'm gone. And I've become like a man... Who has no strength? Eyal would be probably from the word el, um, and there's a phrase in Tanakh which would be Yesh el yadi la I have ability in my hand to do bad to you. This was said by uh, Lavan to Yaakov. 
So here he's saying, or which would mean like a man who has no strength. He's I'm like the dead, the the I'm set free amongst the dead, as if that's freedom. like those that were, that have been the corpses that are sitting in their graves that you don't remember them anymore. That's me. They've been cut off from your hand. That's what I feel like. I feel like the dead who've been killed now sitting in their corpse and you don't even remember them anymore. He says the author. You put me in the lowest pit. Wow. You put me in the dark places of the deep. Your wrath weighs upon me <coughs> and all of your... Uh, they're, they're translating as torment, but it's actually an interesting Afflic- word. Afflic- um, you fl- afflicted me with all of your uh, torment. Yes. Now... Um, here oh, here that you waves. torment me with all of your oh, yeah, yeah, your your breaks. Yeah, yeah. So, so what does this like, mean? One after the other. No, so I'll tell you the word mishbarecha. Fascinating word. Uh, it's obviously a negative thing. You torment me with your mishbarecha. You torment me with your inita with your mishbarecha. You torment me with your. They translate it as breakers. So the mishbarecha actually would mean you know whenever a wave crashes. It creates all this like white foam, and yes. there's a point at which it meets the sand, and there is yes. kind of like a collision. Yes. So that would be mishbarim. Okay, so it's the collision, the collision part. So, so it, because it's a very intense time in which the the wave hits the sand, and there's a lot of pressure, and it doesn't feel good. If you're caught in that exact thing, and it's a bigger wave, that's the place where you could get hurt, right? So it came to mean a negative thing. The mishbarim would be like the negative afflictions of God. Okay, so you torment me with your breakers. You've, you've distanced my, the people who, my acquaintances from me. Now I've become, or you've made me like an object of loathing to them. Shatani is you placed me as a to'eva, a to'evot, as an abomination to my own friends. Kalu velo etse, I read this as kalui velo etse, I am trapped. Like kele would mean uh, would mean jail. Okay, so I am trapped and I will not come out. So this is feelings of like he's being tormented by God. He's being he's trapped in jail and all these things. This he's is what practically this is, he's saying to Hashem, "You are the one." In a way, yeah. This is a very aggressive tefillah. Yes, he's saying you are the one tormenting me. Yeah, and I feel trapped and everybody hates me now. Fascinating, huh? It's he's talking directly. It's a very aggressive. Yes. Islam. My eyes are aching from misery. Oni would be poverty, misery. I call you out every day. And I'm stretching out my hands to you. So what am I waiting for? You're going to wait for me to die? I keep praying to you and I'm not getting any response. You're going to wait for me to be dead? Or do you do wonders for the dead? <laughs> Are the dead people going to wake up and start praising you? Uh, actually, yes. Meaning, eh, that's, it's actually it's an interesting pasuk uh, because it, uh, it deviates from traditional yeah, Jewish belief. Right? Yeah. So, are the dead people going to wake up and start praising you? I think he's talking about in the normal, normal, yeah, no, right? Yes. Not in the times of the techiyata. He's being a little bit. Uh... It's aggressive. 
So he says, will the dead people get up and praise you? Uh, answer my tefillot so I could praise you. Why are you, are you waiting for me to, do, to die? We can't get poru. Yeah. Do, or, do people praise you, your kindness in the grave? Are they talking about your faithfulness whenever it, it's in the place of destruction? Do your wonders get seen in the dark, the dark of death? And do your righteousness get recognized in the land of the dead or the forgetfulness? But me, I'm already alive here, and I'm crying out to you, Hashem. And in the morning, every day when I wake up, meaning when I'm alive, and when it's light outside, and when it's not the grave, my tefillah is already standing there waiting for you. It's as if the, the tefillah, I make it, and then you know, God gets to his activities for the day. Kivyachol, obviously this is he not... He doesn't not notice it. He doesn't and, notice. and the tefillah is just sitting there. I mean, my tefillah is sitting right in front of you. What are you waiting for me to die to give you tefillah? God, why do you neglect my soul? Why are you hiding your face from me? I am poor and I've been dying since my youth. Um, very, very difficult uh, thing to translate. I've carried your, uh, your terrors or your... I, I, while I suffer your terrors, I'm distracted. So here they say, Afuna will be uh, uh, distracted. Um, I'm not exactly sure what this means. Nasati emecha Afuna, I don't know what the word Afuna means. Uh, it could mean like, he, I turn to your, your terrors, something like that. Uh, your uh, furies have come upon me and your... Uh, I would say here that your your horrors, your terrors are silencing me or cutting me down, I think would be a better translation. They're surrounding me like water all day long. They've encompassed me all together. And all my friends, anybody who's been a friend or a love or loved one, you've distanced them from me. Yeah. Those who know me are in darkness. So it's a fascinating thing how part of his suffering is the fact that he's alone. You know, loneliness is such a... It's the worst thing. It's the worst thing. It's, a, it's one of the... Desolation, um, practically, is uh, you're alone. Yeah. You have nobody to, to, to hang on with. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying even, to Even on. in misery, misery enjoys company. And if there was at least someone that I could enjoy it with, then it's good. But everybody who once loved me is now distanced from me. So the, the picture you get from the more is loneliness, feeling like God is out to get him. Uh, feeling that God is not listening to his tefillot. This is belief. He's suffering. Yeah, this is the belief of the Mizmor. Uh, all of my tefillot are going unanswered. All of the sufferings that God could think of, I'm experiencing. I don't have any friends to support me. And you I'm all alone. And you're not listening to me. Wow. That's the Mizmor. You know, I, this so is, and that's, it, that's it. The Mizmor ends. Wow. There's, no, there's no positive conclusion. Bezer so Hashem, tomorrow we'll have a, a happy one. The next one is going yeah. to be an It's up. by somebody else. So this one is by Etan Ha'ezrahi. <laughs> Some say the next one is written by Avram Avinu. Wow. Okay, Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. Amen.